Good evening, everyone. It is currently 5.24 p.m. Um, it's a little cold today. It was raining earlier. It started raining around, what, around 2 a.m. or so? I was uh, playing uh, this one game called A Way Out, which is an escape, a prison escape game. Uh, it's pretty fun. I like it. And I, I stayed up uh, pretty late playing with uh, my homie till like 4 a.m., uh, we kind of got into it. Fun game. Um, but yeah, uh, today, uh, I know it's been a while since my last episode. I think the last one, pretty much close to a month now. I uh, kind of slacked. Not that I, I actually really enjoy doing this. Uh, I love doing these podcasts. It's pretty fun. feels like I get to just talk on here, let some thoughts out, kind of have fun with it. You know, no uh, judgment, I'd like to say. Everyone seems to pretty much enjoy him hope i'm not too boring i know it's not easy to just sit through and listen to someone blurt out shit on a mic but thank you to those who listen but today uh what i wanted to talk about was uh the cold war and uh why am i talking about the cold war well first of all because you know I feel like the Cold War never ended, and I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one who feels like that. Matter of fact, I I did do a bit of research for this one, and there's a couple articles that that completely agree that the Cold War just never ended, and it just kind of entered a new stage. But also, I find I find the Cold War to be an extremely interesting part of our history, and it's funny to say history because it really didn't happen that long ago. You know, there's still people alive today from that time. This is Still, there was still even a few people alive from like World War II and whatnot. But Cold War is uh, not too far off. It was about what supposedly the end of it was 30 years ago. A lot of people are very much alive from that time. And we still very much feel the effects, all this aftermath of the Cold War today. And really, in all honesty, I feel like it never ended especially when you look at uh, into the history behind it, everything that happened, you know, and that that's the reason why I wanted to talk about the Cold War because it's super interesting to me. You know, everything that happened, you know, you had the, uh, the KGB and the CIA, a super intelligent spy agencies, you know, they were in charge of gathering intelligence on each other. And I watched a video of this one YouTube channel called The Infographic Show, and I mean, I'm not shouting it out, but I really enjoy watching the videos on that channel. It's, uh, they're educational for the most part. They uh, give you info on the cool, cool little topics. And one of them was a video about the KGB versus the CIA and which one is like the best of the best in terms of like spy agencies. Uh, sorry. Um, and... CIA being as it is, you know, super feared this ruthless spy agency that has done a lot of good. And well, I don't know if it's done a lot of good, but it's infamous, you know, for a lot of the things that it's done, it's being accused of doing and may or may not, uh, may or may not have also, you know, sort of helped America preserve its way of life but the cia is pretty feared and 
it goes alongside with other agencies like the NSA, the FBI, Department of Homeland Security, what have you. But, you know, CIA is more of the international intelligence agency. They go more beyond the borders than our domestic ones. And the KGB, uh, I don't really know how to pronounce it, but the KGB is a was the Russian uh, intelligence agency during the Cold War. Part of what ended it was, uh, you know, the dismantle of the uh, KGB. And just, they really just took on a new name, but it's the same shit. It's the FSB now. And there's still a lot of shady shit they do too. And in that video, they compared the CIA and the KGB. And you, they give you a little inside at, at at some of the uh operations both did and it's crazy because the kgb somehow always was able to break into the u.s intelligence somehow kgb was always one up over the u.s and the u.s may have started certain technologies and whatnot but <laughs> kgb agents would break in somehow break the ranks of the u.s or somehow have an imposter in there and lead on the u.s and russia made something better out of what they found out from the u.s uh that's pretty much what summed up what i summed up out of that video that although the u.s seemed to have been strong in some aspects like science and all that russia would come in infiltrate because i mean obviously their espionage is better their tactics are better and they would go in find out what the u.s is doing and do something better with it that's pretty much what that video summed up for me and they they did say at the end you know the cia is it is not inferior but the kgb was a better spy agency than the cia in terms of accomplishments and what they were able to do and get away with and then now you have them just you literally just had them become a new name but it's the same thing. Now they're the FSB. They're supposed to be more domestic, but I mean, I'm pretty sure they're not just domestic. And, uh, well, not only that, uh, well, I also took, uh, took I took a bit of notes on a, on certain things that, that were interesting, a few articles that reinforce what I think and what many other people think too, that this Cold War never ended. But, uh, you know, that whole North Korea uh, issue that that was spiking during uh, the Obama and the Trump era. Um, that that was a direct result of uh, Cold War times, and just goes to show, you know, too, that it never really ended there either. And I, I was reading this one thing. Uh, you know, I really didn't keep up with news. It's been a while since I've actually kept up with like anything. But, you know, it's pretty hard to avoid it now. Just like um, I could say I don't want to get too political in my podcast or whatever I record. But uh, like uh, like I heard one of my uh, homies say, too, uh, it's you just can't. It's really hard to avoid getting political anywhere. It's really hard because it's pretty much it pretty much dictates everything. You can't even be what a. Uh, you can't even be a celebrity without, you know, having to involve some type of politics into your social media account. It has pretty much taken over 
everything now. You know, everything's pretty much political now. And what I, what I was going to say was that, um, you know, I try not to get, you know, too political, but then again, it's really hard to avoid. But why did I mention that? <laughs> I forgot. I lost my train of thought. But like I was saying, you know, it's hard not to get political. And one of the things that I did read uh, about this, you know, never ending Cold War was that, you know, North Korea had its um, its little threat peak uh, with their nuclear warheads and whatever was going on between Trump and Kim Jong-un and all that. And, you know, they call them rocket man or whatever. But, you know, this dates back to, to even the uh, Barack Obama era. And I had seen that, you know, Barack Obama had tried to uh, get rid of uh, nuclear. He tried to, he tried to, you know, stop all this nuclear warhead. Uh, he basically tried to become a nuclear free America and all that. But, you know, it just didn't work like that, <clears throat> especially with uh, the threat of Russia and China coming up too. Uh, from what I read in those articles that um, you just had to throw that out the window and commence, you know, I think I think I had read that he uh, passed some kind of a trillion dollar plan or something within a span of a couple of years that I think it's took. I think that plan has started taking effect this year in 2021 which is to revitalize the uh, the nuclear warheads, improve them, some something with defenses, a, nu- uh, a network, they want a more stronger, solid network, and all this stuff, you know, all this money being invested into nuclear war, nuclear war prevention and retaliation. And I believe the, all that plan is beginning to take place. The, 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 Everything that plan is laying out is going to begin, I believe, this year, 2021, from what I read in those articles. Um, But yeah, uh, like Barack Obama, you know, he wanted to, uh, you know, sort of not rely on nuclear warheads anymore, more conventional warfare, but it just didn't didn't work out like that. And there was a a convention to... uh, for the UN in the UN there was a convention too to work towards banning these nuclear warheads and surprisingly I had read that uh, North Korea actually was one of the nine countries that have nuclear capabilities to push towards a ban and you you know I, I thought it was I was surprised because you know it looked like North Korea was all about their nuclear warheads and trying to catch up to these you know powerful nations and the fact that they were actually one that voted towards a, a nuclear warhead ban. I I thought about it. I was like, wow, you know, it, it's not as bad as I thought, but now that, you know, I saw that they tried and saw that nobody else tried with them. I think it put more of a pressure now for them to build up on their nuclear capabilities and thus again, raising up Cold War tensions. And then you have all these other countries that with nuclear capabilities, seeing that no one is 
agreeing to a nuclear ban. So that only means that each country has to best the other. And what they would call this uh, threat of a nuclear war is that there is a mutually assured destruction, meaning that I guess they agree to, you know, annihilate each other. But that agreement is not really an agreement. Each country fears that since if one country one-ups the other, they'll have a chance to annihilate a country and not give that country a chance to fight back, meaning that it just ends right then and there. The escape of a nuclear uh, retaliation is what every country fears. So say uh, Russia attacks uh, France, for example. Russia attacks France, and the both countries have the same fear. So Russia attacks France. France is scared that if Russia has built up defenses and even better missiles than they have, that Russia will just fire on them, eradicate them, and France won't have a chance to send their second strike or fight back. It'll just be done with. And that's what every country fears, that if that moment of nuclear war came, the other would be able to escape that that mutually assured destruction, annihilation, whatever. So that's why every country now is trying to one-up the other to avoid the escape of one another. And it sucks because the ones who pay for the decisions of all the world leaders are us, the people. That sucks that we are the ones on the uh, on the playground who just get toyed with while our world leaders who are supposed to be leaders and possess leadership skills are the ones that will decide our fate, which is completely unfair. I think it's stupid. It's ridiculous when you think about it, that we pay the price for their, for their decisions. And it sucks that it has to be like that, but apparently that's how this works. And, their decisions will be backed by something that will be what the military paranoia, fear of annihilation, all that, all that. <clears throat> and that, that only reinforces all this cold that, sorry, that only reinforces all this cold war tension that never ended, you know, like, uh, the nine 11 bombings were like, uh, where I believe it was a direct, attack from something that dated back to cold war days you know the u.s used afghanistan russia used vietnam russia used this country every country both the u.s and russia went so far to not fight each other that they used other countries to do their bidding they used them they were the puppet masters and the puppets had to fight each other and i guess the, the whole thing with 9-11 was a apparently some kind of retaliation for that too and we never felt oh at least on the home front i mean not home front but at least here at, at home neither russia nor the u.s felt a direct battle but every country they use as their puppet felt you know the cold war 
they felt the Cold War. What was supposed to be a Cold War, they felt it. They felt the battlefields. They felt everything. You had the Korean War. You had the Vietnam War. Um, you had the conflict in the Middle East. You had all this, all these issues in South America too. South America felt it. South America is not too far from us. Central America too. Sorry, and everything from these times has only led to everything today. There's even an economic impact out of it. There's been this huge accrued debt. Everything I, I believe everything we're living now is has all been a direct result of the Cold War. We're still feeling very much everything that happened. We're feeling the aftershock, the after effects of it. And that only reinforces that idea that this thing never ended and hasn't ended and it's still very much going on today. And it's scary times indeed. Uh there was this other article I read that I thought was pretty funny, but it was that uh, this Estonian, uh, this country in Europe, I think it's in the far off. It's I think it's a peninsula too, like uh, Italy. Est- Estonia is uh, has their uh, intelligence agency that I, I don't know how they got it, but they might have inter- intercepted some kind of Russian comms or whatever. But they gathered a bit of intel on Putin. Um, Pu- Putin. I, I, I don't really recall. I don't really remember what the correct pronunciation is it's either putin or putin i forget i would always call him putin but i think i heard that it might be putin but they gathered some intelligence on putin and they said that he is hoping that this whole situation with covid19 weakens the west so there's still that east-west mentality and he's betting on the covid situation to weaken the west and i think that's crazy and funny at the same time because that very much reinforces this whole cold war era tension in today and the the reason he bets on this covid uh crisis to affect the west it's because he sees that it's going it's going to um bring down the the western economy um there's there'll be so much going on domestically that will be distracted with our internal problems and that'll give him an edge and you I mean, in the, in the UN that'll give him an edge or more leadership in there for, uh, countries to do his bidding or the UN to agree with him more, or I don't know how that works. I don't know what, the, why the point for dominant, what the point for domination is, but apparently he's betting on, this crisis to bring us down here so he can assert more power or whatever. And that, that that's just, uh, it's funny to see that the headline was that he bets on COVID weakening the West, which is funny, crazy. But uh, another thing that came out of uh, this while I was doing my research was that um, I actually took up on learning some Russian and it's going pretty well. Uh, I, f- I found it interesting just because I was looking into this whole KGB and CIA uh, stuff. I actually took up on learning some Russian. And another thing too, I, I used to, uh, I used to kind of hate on anime and recently I've been, uh, I've actually been getting into it. I, I see the, uh, obsession with it or the big interest in it now. And I'm actually really starting to enjoy watching anime too, that I might take up on learning some Japanese as well. 
but uh it, it's exciting it's exciting uh but this russian I'm, I'm getting russian down first might do the japanese on the side I actually ordered a workbook too might work on that but it's been fun i i love it and learning a bit of russian it's fun too i mean you never know when you'll actually need it it, it always happens at some given moment that that random skill will be useful and you'll pat yourself on the back right <laughs> but uh Thank you for whoever was whoever tunes in. You know, I really appreciate it. Um, I'm gonna try not to slack off so much. Try to put at least one out weekly, at least one weekly, maybe once every other week. But I really love doing these, uh, and I've been getting a lot of good feedback. I know I'm not the best right now, uh, nor do I think maybe I, I don't know. Maybe I won't be the best, but. Uh, I've been getting a lot of good feedback and I, I really appreciate those that have given me feedback and, you know, that have told me, oh, you could improve this. Uh, try not to lose your train of thought by keeping no cards and all that. And I really appreciate it. Uh, thank you, everyone. And uh, <clears throat> damn, my voice cracked. Uh, I'll see you guys. See you guys. I don't see you, but uh, I'll tune in with you next time. Uh, thank you very much. Hope you guys all have a great day. Adios.